You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, everyone? Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. And in today's episode, I am going to be discussing why the bench press is actually more of a pull movement than it is even a push movement. And I know you're probably thinking, hey, Coach Ben, what the hell are you talking about? The bench is clearly a push movement. Well, here, let's listen in. I'm going to explain myself. All right. There is more pulling components going on during the execution of the bench press than there is push. And in fact, I want you to switch your mindset. I want to paradigm shift here a little bit. All right. I want you to think about what I'm about to say. All right. And I don't, I want you to get out of the idea that the bench press is solely a push movement. If you can do this, I guarantee you are going to see some major success here going forward with your bench press. I guarantee you're going to start to see your numbers go up. Now, why the bench is more of a pull than a push? Let's just think about this for a second, okay? So, first, let's just start from the unrack process itself. When we are unracking the bar... We are dragging the bar out in position. You probably heard me say that before, that we're trying to drag the bar out of the rack. Essentially, we're pulling the bar out of the rack. It's important to engage the unrack in this fashion because if we go and push the bar up out of the rack, it's going to pull our shoulders with it. And while it may not be much, you know, maybe we're not taking our arms completely off the bench and out of position. It's going to take away from downwards force we can create into the pad. And that shoulder retraction is everything. And is going to be a huge theme of what I talk about today. But just looking at it from an unrack perspective, just that portion of the bench press, right? There is pulling going on. There isn't pushing. We're trying to eliminate any push we create up in the bar. That's where you know I, I have the saying, squish the cushion. Right, as if there's something underneath our shoulder blades, we're trying to squish the hell out of it. So there's that dragging, that pulling component of just the unrack itself. So that's where it starts. That's where it starts, and that's where it needs to be more of a pull than a push. All right. So with that being said, now we have the bar out into position, right? So now what do we have to do? Right? We have to get that bar down to our chest. And we have to keep shoulder retraction. All right, really important that we keep a strong shoulder retraction. If we're holding that bar when it comes out of the rack and we aren't retracting our shoulders into the pad and we aren't doing the squish the cushion cue, then your shoulders are going to be trying to stabilize all that weight. And if you have heavy ass weight in your hands, you don't want your shoulders having to stabilize all that weight. We want our arms to just act like a shelf. And that weight really sit on the the bench pad, right? We want to leverage into the bench pad. We want the bench pad to work for us, not us lifting that weight. You know, we don't want to be doing all the work here. So that's a crucial element that you're retracting your arms into the pad. You know, if you just do that wherever you are now, put your arm out in front of you. 
you know, you're probably at a pretty neutral position in which you know, you're not really thinking about your shoulders retracting, right? Your, your arms are probably long. Now, I want you to think about pulling your shoulder blade back as far as you can. You can see how your arm shortens up, gets closer and closer to your chest, right? And we're, and we're feeling tight in our upper back because we're using that upper back musculature to retract our shoulder back. And that is going to create stability. That is what we're trying to do through the racing of the bench press. That's not a one-time thing, guys. That's not a one-time thing. That's not just we're doing that at the beginning of the lift and that's it. No, we have to keep that and maintain that throughout the lift. And that's why I say the bench is more of a pull than it is a push. When we set that retraction and we start descending with that bar... We want to start that descent aggressively like we're rowing to our chest. We want to create a lot of back tension, a lot of resistance for that bar. All right, We need to be flexing our back. We need to be pulling our arms down to the bench. And we need to be doing that even while we're traveling with the bar. That's not just something you're doing when you get that bar out into position and then you're setting yourself before you start. That's usually where most people go wrong. Right, they think about all right now I have this bar out in a position, I got a strong shoulder blade pinch, but now when I'm traveling down with that bar, I'm not aggressive pulling through the lats. I'm not aggressive maintaining that pull, so to speak. So what ends up happening is you just end up really putting that tension through your chest. You end up in a little bit of a dump touch position where your elbows flare back a bit, that bar's forward, your forearms pointing forward not a lot of tightness underneath you okay there's not a lot of stability you're going to be using a lot of your chest shoulders in the process of pressing the bar instead of really creating resistance with your back your lats getting popped from that and finishing through the triceps so when we're going to press the bar as well this is where that's a crucial element again guys the pull does not stop the pull does not stop when you go to press the bar. And that's where 90%, I'd say, lifters end up missing the ball. And that's a huge concept to get down. You see a lot of the early flaring or you get some mid-range sticking points. And there's really not any need for that if we're maintaining a good pull while we push. What ends up happening is we develop a mid-range sticking point because we don't keep our back tight when we when we press and the cue that you often hear tossed around for this is wedge yourself under the bar press yourself away from the bar not the bar away from you these are all techniques in which we're trying to maintain that back tightness that retraction as we push okay i want you to go back to uh, put your arm out in front of you all right i want you to retract back as hard as you can create a short arm pinched back now I want you to bring your arm down like you're benching and I want you to explosively push out. You see how easy it is to kind of let your arm go forward, especially if it's light enough weight. All right, let's do that again. Let's retract really hard. We're going to feel our upper back contracting, creating a lot of tension. Bring that arm down as you, if you're benching, fire it up. All right? Chances are you let your shoulder come forward a bit. Well, that's what we're trying to eliminate here. We're trying to maintain that pull while we push, and you're going to feel a lot more in your triceps. 
you're going to feel that tension um, where it would have normally shifted into your shoulders. You're going to feel it now just being a lockout with the triceps. And you're going to find that you don't have as much of a mid-range sticking point. If you go on my YouTube channel, the ceiling drill is what I call it. This is a great drill in which to practice this. Because when that bar comes out of the rack, if you mark where it is, the height of that bar, mark it with a PVC or something like that against the rack, just want to know where that height of the bar was when you're fully retracted, usually in your best position. You go through the rep, and that PVC pipe's still there marking the height. So if you go into the PVC pipe or beyond and you hit it, right, then you are actually ending up further out than when you started. So the ceiling drill is a great tool in which you can focus on maintaining that pull as you push up. All right, but that is why, you know, the bench press really comes down to being a pull movement because, as I just mentioned, all we've been talking about here is pull, pull, pull. Keep retracted, drag the bar out with the lats, pull while you're pushing. All you're hearing is pull, pull, pull. And that's how we have to think of the bench press. It's a lot of pull motion. It's a lot of back tightness. And that is why traditionally you'll hear people say you got to train your back. You got to have big lats. And that's huge. That's absolutely huge if you know how to utilize your back. Because you can build the biggest back ever and it not really contribute to your bench press whatsoever. All right. So... Keep that in mind. I wrote an article for Elite FTS about you know, three years, four years back now called Big Back, Big Bench. Okay, check it out. And in that article, I talk about how to build your back specifically for bench press. I also talk about the technique that goes into utilizing back strength. And I talk about why those things go hand in hand. Why it doesn't pay to have a big back and not know how to actually utilize it and why if you know how to utilize your back, you know, you need to have a big strong back or you're not doing much. Right? Those things go hand in hand. You need to grow your back and you need to be able to understand how to utilize it. All right, what's it worth having something if you don't know how to use it? So, there you have it, guys. I hopefully I made a very convincing argument here today about why the bench press is actually more of a pull movement. All right, I want you to start thinking about that a bit in your head. You know, Maybe you, you heard me say this at the beginning of the podcast. You're like, Coach Ben, what the hell do you mean here? That can't be true. Bench press is obviously a push. But no, think about what I told you guys here today. All right, all those pulling components, the shoulder retraction, those are absolutely critical elements. And I challenge you, go into your training, whether you want to try that ceiling drill I mentioned or not, I just want you to focus on how retracted you are staying into that pad. I want you to squish the hell out of that pad, even when you push the weight up. And I want you just to take note of how different you feel. I want you to take note of how much back tension that you're maintaining as you're going through it. And I want you to feel how now the load is more distributed into the pad. You're more stable. Your triceps are firing more. You're using more triceps than you are even chest and shoulders. And you feel like you're getting a lot more pop from your lats. All those things you should experience. So go into your training. That's your homework. Try that out. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Follow at Big Benches. Make sure you let me know how it went and how this podcast helped you out. I appreciate everyone for tuning in today. Hey, please 
All I ask is tell a friend. Tell a friend about the BenchCast. That helps me uh, expand the BenchCast here, expand the podcast, grow the podcast, reach more athletes. And I truly, truly appreciate that, guys. So tell a friend, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you're ready to transform your strength, transform your life, and join a team who has your back, follow at Big Benches on Instagram and DM me the words, I'm in, and we'll get you started today. See you guys in the next episode.